Welcome to the Feel and Find Out podcast. I'm your host, Raquel DeLucia, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and solo private practice owner. I have spent my career helping adults and couples understand themselves and their emotions so that they can be more authentic in their lives and relationships. I am here to help you find out who the F you are by actually feeling what you feel. It's time to change the way we view our emotions, our inner world, and the way we communicate so that we can thrive in our relationships, our businesses, and truly align with our felt sense of self. I am bringing you clinical insights from the therapy room, personal lived experiences, as well as some experts in the mental health industry and beyond. So take a deep breath and let's feel and find out. Hello and welcome back to Feel and Find Out. Today I want to talk about some definitions and I want to compare and contrast the concept of emotion and feeling. I am seeing a lot lately, you know, there's so much out there on social media, right? Like there's so many different individuals, experts, non-experts, just human beings talking about emotions, which is phenomenal. And I'm seeing a lot of uh, statements like emotion and feeling is not the same and, and people just trying to define emotions and feelings. And I thought it would be helpful to kind of go through definitions according to the APA, so the American Psychological Association, according to psychologists who have researched emotion, and just according to uh, the actual like defined word in our dictionary. So let's just dive into what I have found on what emotions are. So one definition, actually, let's start with this. I want you right now to think to yourself, what do I believe an emotion to be? What is my definition of emotion? Okay. So just take a moment, maybe write it down. You know, what is your definition of emotion? And what is your definition of a feeling? Okay, let's get started. So one definition of emotion is a conscious mental reaction, such as anger or fear, subjectively experienced as a strong feeling, usually directed toward a specific object and typically accompanied by physiological and behavioral changes in the body, i.e. a state of feeling. So the first piece to look at here is a conscious mental reaction. So this definition is saying that emotions are a mental response, and that mental reaction is what we name anger, fear, sadness, happiness, Etc. But that it is experienced subjectively. So it's different to every person. And it's experienced subjectively as a strong feeling. Okay, a strong feeling. So there's a feeling that accompanies this mental reaction. And it's usually directed towards something specific. And what follows is a physiological, so a physical response. So you're going to feel something in your body and a behavioral change. 
So let's use anger as an example. When you're angry, when you feel that that reaction to something that has just pissed you off, the emotion itself is anger, is the mental reaction. And then you will experience that anger as a strong feeling, but that anger will be subjective to you. So that feeling, the way you feel anger is not how somebody else feels anger. And then what are you exactly angry at or toward? Is it an outside circumstance usually? Is it you know, the uh, desk that won't get built properly? Is it the dog that won't listen to you? Is it your spouse who you're fighting with? Is it you? Are you mad at yourself? Or is that kind of peeled back through the layers of the other thing you're mad at? But I digress with that. So it's toward an object and then it's paired with a physiological response. So what's happening in your body? And this is the hardest question for so many to answer. If you're listening, you know who you are. Typically, if we look at anger, and again, this is, this is subjective to the individual. Your hands might clench, your heart rate might go up. For me, it feels like everything in my body gets just like tense and tight. Almost like I have to release this, this anger that's occurring and I do that through maybe yelling. Yelling is a, is a, a typical behavioral change that will happen when you're angry. So that's the next part. Again, we have a conscious mental reaction. I'm pissed. I have awareness that I'm pissed. You, f- you experience that subjectively, unique to you, as a strong feeling directed towards something specific and accompanied by a body reaction and then a shift in your behavior. Okay, that is one definition. Let's talk about a feeling, okay? A feeling is an emotional state or reaction, a belief But the caveat here is a belief that tends to be vague or irrational. You ever just say to yourself, like, I had a feeling this was going to go this way. Or I had a feeling you were going to cheat on me. This definition is saying that that quote unquote belief, that feeling you have is vague or irrational, which I kind of, I do find interesting. Um, Many of our limiting beliefs are often irrational, Um, but this is not defining belief. This is defining feeling. So it's either an emotional state or a belief. That's, that's what this definition says. Also a sensitivity to or intuitive understanding of. I like this one because when I think about feels, like feelings, do I have a sensitivity to my emotions, right? That's kind of how I look at this because some of you do not have a sensitivity or an intuitive understanding of your emotions. And that's essentially what I'm here to help you be move more toward. Like I want you to move toward this intuitive understanding of the emotions that you experience, which is apparently the definition of feeling. Am I confusing you yet? You see how these two words, like I hear people saying they're not interchangeable. Well, I mean, in one definition, it says a feeling is an emotional state. An emotion is defined as a conscious mental reaction experienced as a strong feeling. So they do go together. Another definition 
So I've been doing a lot of reading of this book, The Emotional Life of Your Brain by Richard Davidson. Dr. Richard Davidson, he's a psychologist. He did a lot of research on emotional styles. It is super interesting. I'm going to do um, another episode just on the emotional styles. But he says in his book that emotion works with cognition. So cognition is your thoughts. Emotion works with cognition in an integrated and seamless way to enable us to navigate the world of relationships, work, and spiritual growth. Our perceptions and thoughts are altered when we experience emotions. So let's give a real world example to this. I might be having a fine day and there is an appointment coming up. My teenager has, and he is late. Suddenly, what I'm perceiving or thinking about my teenager of, you know what, I'm glad he had a good day at school. We're going to have a great appointment. He's late. That triggers an emotion in me of absolute frustration and anger. And my perceptions and thoughts about him are immediately altered. He's always late. He doesn't care about, you know, his schedule. He doesn't care about my time, right? And I could go on and on and on. But the emotion that it started with was I had a mental reaction of anger toward my son being late, which I then made meaning of. This means he doesn't care. And and as humans, we make meaning and story of everything. It's called an appraisal. We appraise everything. And that led to me having a physiological, so I get really tense and tight, and then a behavioral change. I'm going to increase my volume at him. You know, get in the car, let's go, let's go. Something along these lines. So I want you to to keep in mind that whether you are aware of your emotions or not, you are likely aware of how your perceptions and thoughts are altered by them. Let's talk about how two people can have very different experiences and recollections within the same context. Like they had the same exact conversation in the same environment and in the same circumstance. But they experience different emotions and their emotions are subjective to them. The feelings that accompany those emotions are subjective to them. So think about perception. If our emotions alter our perception, my perception of what happened is going to be based on the emotions I experienced and your perception of what happened is going to be based on the emotions you experienced. And emotions are subjective. So it's so important to understand your unique emotional experience and your unique framework of feeling. Uh, Another statement is a feeling virtually permeates everything we do. So everything we do can be linked to some type of feeling state. You know, if you're having a really good day and you're motivated and you're getting things done, your feeling state that accompanies that is likely one of positive energy, uh, confidence. You know, you're definitely not feeling hopeless when you're behaving in that way. Another definition, now this comes from Dr. Nicola Perra, and I'm not sure that it's a definition, but it's from one of her books. Emotions are felt in the body through sensation and in the mind as thoughts and feelings. 
here's another kind of interesting way of looking at this. If we just look at emotions as in the body felt through sensation, let's go with anger again. There is a sensation that accompanies anger, and that is how your emotions are felt through the body. You're going to have a sensation of anger. What is that sensation for you? Sometimes it's hard to describe, but it does exist, okay? And the second part to this, emotions are felt in the mind or exist in the mind through thoughts and feelings. So this one is saying that feelings exist in the mind. This one's interesting to me. I think it's a both and. I think that when I have a feeling, let's talk about love, right? And, and when I feel love or, you know, yeah, just I think love is a feeling state. When I feel love in a moment, I can tell the physical sensation in my body is warm, it's slow, it's safe, it's, it, there's comfort inside, it's contentment. There's some joy involved in there. So I think that emotion, again, love has complexity surrounding it. I think it's a combination of a variety of emotions, but part of that would be joy, uh, contentment. And then in my mind, I'm thinking, wow, I feel so much love right now. I'm so happy right now. I love this person so much. You know, their smile brings me joy and I feel warm and I feel connected. See see how I said I feel? (laughs) I feel warm and connected. Is that a mind state or is that a body state or is it both? So I think this is tough because I can use emotion and feeling interchangeably and like don't come at me for it, but there are different they, they do go together, I guess is what I'm saying. Because the word feeling is a noun and an adjective. I just want you to understand that the mind and body are so interconnected that emotions are words like happy, sad, anger, fear, and a ton of others. But we always go to those emotions because they're kind of the easiest. That's what we're always taught about, right? Just know that it is a mental reaction experienced subjectively as a strong feeling directed towards something specific and accompanied by a physiological and behavioral change in your body. I want you to look back at your original definition. And is it similar to this? You know, a lot of, a lot of practitioners will believe that emotions live in the body. Or, you know, I just learned recently that emotions show up in the body before your mind has access to them. And that very well might be true. But when we're in the state of emotion, it is a conscious mental reaction. We are consciously aware that we're angry or fearful. Like that part of our brain lights up, it goes online. Like you know when you're mad. You may not know why you're mad. I see that all the time. You, know, you might not know where it came from, why it was triggered. You might just feel it. You might just feel the emotion of anger. You might notice the physiological change and the behavioral change when you're angry but you may not know why. And so that's what, you know, as a therapist, that's what I help you understand. Where did this come from? You know, what is the root of this reaction? So I guess when it comes down to it, emotions are reactions. Another definition is an instinctive 
or intuitive feeling as distinguished from reasoning or knowledge. So again, this definition, it literally says an emotion is a feeling (laughs) that is separate from reason and knowledge. Isn't it interesting how elusive emotions are, right? Like it's because we can't put a finger on it. Like we, we can't, we can't see it. You know, we can see the behavioral change, but we can't see the emotion that exists inside. And that's why it is subjective. Only you can understand. And so I am here to help you create a very acute awareness of your emotional world, which is why I've created the Be Felt Method. So Be Felt is an acronym. It stands for Building Emotional Fluency, Empowerment, Literacy, and Tuning. What does this all mean? Well, I'm going to help you, one, understand where do your beliefs about emotions come from? How do they show up today? What is your current experience of your emotions? Like, which do you have access to, which are challenging, which feel inaccessible to you? That would be empowerment, right? Like, let's create some understanding of where our emotional frameworks came from in the first place. Literacy, let's learn the language of emotion. Let's get to know what we can call these things that we feel subjectively in ourselves. So practicing labeling emotions, Um, a guided meditation to begin to identify them in the body as sensation, a chart of the names of different emotions and where they might live in your body, okay, attunement and regulation. So tuning is what I call regulation. When we tune in to others' emotions, you'll be able to have awareness of what they're feeling. You'll be able to kind of learn to respond to somebody else's emotions, how to hold space, how to reflect them back, how to notice your own defensiveness show up, how to be more responsive, and then also how to tune into your own emotions. So tune it up, tune it down, right? Like, do I need to regulate myself because my emotions are hijacking me right now? And how do I do that? How do I self-soothe? How do I lower the volume of my emotional experience? Or do I need to turn the volume up? Maybe I go into a state of disconnection and freeze and I don't have access. How do I slowly turn that dial up so that I can be more emotionally engaged and present? And then I will take you through my six-step process to be with and regulate your emotions. I will take you through questions to ask yourself when you have a variety of different emotions. And the F, the fluency part, is how do we express what we feel? How do we easily implement these principles into your daily life? How do we express ourselves easily and articulately? So by the end of the program, you will be able to easily and articulately express your emotions. We'll understand your natural communication style and how to be more assertive and compassionate when you communicate your emotions. So the Be Felt Method is going to be a coaching container. Yes, I said it. I'm putting it out there. I was originally going to do a self-guided course, but you know what? I want to do a coaching container. I want to interact with you. I want you to go through the materials, and then I want to have a live call and process through it. Like, Let's verbally process the shit out of this so that we can have an actual felt sense and understanding 
of our emotional world. And let's do that together. Let's do that through building connection with others in your cohort, in the container. Let's do that through community, you know, message boards, groups, and, you know, live sessions with me. So this is what I'm creating. This is the first time I'm really talking about it, like in depth on the podcast. Uh, I I noticed just like some emotions coming up in me of excitement, you know, like I so want to share this a little bit of fear, right? Those two things kind of exist in the same world, fear and excitement. Um, like, Ooh, man, I'm putting this out there. Will 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 you be interested? Will you like it? Um, those questions show up, but mainly excitement because I know you're interested. I know you're going to, you need this. I know that we need this in our world. We need to be felt, right? We need to evoke an emotional experience that is grounded, that is safe, that is healthy, that is connected. So a lot came out today. I really hope that you understand now just how emotions and feelings, they are interwoven in their definitions. And I don't know that you can say, oh, it's one or the other, but they they do go together. So let me know your thoughts. Let me know your feedback. If you like this podcast, go give it a review on Apple. That's how this gets the outreach spreads. And I really want to spread the message. So thank you so much for listening. Check me out on Instagram, the.raquel.delusha. That's where I'm going to be posting all about the Be Felt Method and how you can work with me. So until next time, take a deep breath. And remember, we're all here to feel and find out.